Welcome to the first episode of Tikkun Repairing Ourselves podcast. I'm your host, Tegan Horowitz. And the thought I'm going to share with you today is one that has to do with going through the challenges of life in order to rebuild. And I mean, I I know that we've all gone through many cycles in each of our lives, but I want to go deeper and show that Judaism is built off of this knowledge and it's within creation. You know that saying, the light at the end of the tunnel? Jewish wisdom has already been there said that 2,000 years ago. And is one that my husband and I went through at the very beginning of our relationship. I met Elmar in April 2015 when I wasn't observant whatsoever. I was extremely secular. And I recall a conversation that we had when we first started talking. And I was telling him that it was a time during Passover and I was like, yeah, I'm eating bread, whatever, no big deal. It's Yeah, it's Passover, we're not supposed to eat it, but yeah, whatever, I'm doing it. A couple months after that, we told each other how we felt and we were going to get married. And because Almar wasn't Jewish, I knew he had to do some sort of conversion. And this wasn't an awkward conversation that we had to have whatsoever, thank God, because he was thinking about conversion before he met me. He's always been into esoteric teachings and wisdom and depth And when he stumbled across Judaism, he knew that was the path that he wanted to go and lead. So we began our journey in October 2015, and we began our process with the Beit Din, which translates to the House of Judgment, which is exactly what that was. We had to have three meetings with them, with six rabbis in each meeting, and asking and grilling us with questions. And I remember the first meeting that we stepped out of, I immediately started crying and I was like, how are we going to get through this? Like, this is just brutal. It was extremely intense. And even though I was born Jewish, because I grew up secular and when they were asking me questions on the first meeting and the answers that I gave them, they knew right away that I had little knowledge of Judaism. And I felt like I was going through the conversion as well. Elmar definitely had to go through much worse than I. But in every meeting I was with him, I was getting grilled as well. And let me tell you, and if I can explain this in the best way that I can, when we learn Torah and Kabbalah, it makes your mind think differently, especially Torah. You're no longer one with your ego. You actually end up stepping outside of that, outside of your ego. And you realize you are not your ego anymore. You are not your desires. And you begin to realize the truth is there is something much higher and it is Hashem. And you become more humble with the study of Torah. With that, having three years of learning, once he was done with the conversion, we thought Jewish. Our thoughts didn't reflect societies. It reflected Hashem and Torah. That's what the conversion gave us. 
That's why it took three years. Because from the beginning to the end, the way that our thought patterns were, they were just completely different. And I remember realizing that after the conversion and having a conversation with a friend of mine, and she asked questions about the conversion and wanted to know more about it. And I realized that's the main difference. And it forever changed us because we went in secular and we came out orthodox. And not only did that happen, we loved it and we continued it. And from the start to finish, who we were and what we've become, that was transformative. This is what going through the darkness is, and we've all been there in our own experiences. This is just ours. But what does it mean in Judaism, and how can we know the truth about this darkness transforming into the light? And I'm not going to try to put this in my own words. It is on Chabad.org. And the way they write it is just so good that I'm not going to try to do it. So this is what they say. All life, say the Kabbalists, is characterized by Ratzo Vishov, running forth and drawing back. The heart contracts and expands. The lungs exhale and inhale. The body sleeps and stops thought, sight, and hearing in order to rejuvenate its energies. The mind meditates, emptying itself of prior conceptions in order to receive fresh insight. The earth enters night and winter, enduring periods of darkness and hibernation in order to attain a new dawn or spring. The same is also true of the flow of vitality from God to his creation. This flow also pulsates, running forth and drawing back, reaching and retreating. And the more elevated the bestowal is, the more intense the withdrawal is to precede it. So in times of extraordinary illumination from above, they are always preceded by periods of profound spiritual darkness. And so why is this so important to understand? Not only does this give us a truth about how the spiritual energy of the world works and manifests, but it shows us that through the cycle of darkness and light, in order for us to get to our quintessential truth and break down our ego, we first need to go through our own darkness in order to receive true spiritual elevation ourselves we would have never been able to receive the Torah at Mount Sinai if it wasn't for slavery in Egypt. We were not ready. So it actually says that in one of the plagues, the plague of darkness, three million Jews died as well as Egyptians because internally they did not want to leave their materialistic mindset. They were so assimilated with the Egyptian culture that they did not want to break free from slavery. Isn't that wild? Doesn't that remind you of today even? So in order for us to move forward, to rebuild and renew, we must go through the darkness. And if we look back at the challenges we've been faced in the last, let's say, five to 10 years, 
and we think about who we were and before and now and how much cycles of change we have been through, we realize that we are definitely not the same person. And thank God we are not. We learned, we grew, we stood outside of our comfort zone. And going through many cycles of this darkness and light in order to stand where we are now. To this new person that we've become. The truth is, and what gives us the sense of security is that the pendulum is woven into creation. It is the, it is the blueprint of creation. So whatever we may be feeling at this moment, the heaviness, the pain, and this feeling of, will this ever end? It will. And we will again come to know ourselves deeper than we once did. There will be light at the end of the tunnel. Shalom Aleichem to you all. Though I walk in the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Miss you, Pops.